This is The Regeneration Show with Wakefield Council, featuring exciting new developments and projects to enhance the lives of people right across the Wakefield district. So it's Dave Adams here on The Regeneration Show, the last show in this series here at Rhubarb Radio, where we've been looking back over the last six months at some amazing regeneration projects from huge projects that are happening on Westgate, Kergate, Talyard North. What an amazing project that is. We've had a fantastic series looking at all the regeneration right across the Wakefield District. And this is the last in the current series. And in this episode today, I'm going to be with Julie Russell, who's the Service Director for Arts, Culture and Leisure at Wakefield Council. But first, we're joined by Claire Elliott, who's Service Director for economic growth and skills also at Wakefield Council. Welcome to Rhubarb Radio, Claire. Thank you for having me. Very exciting day. Well, it's great to have you with us. It is an amazing day because it's the last of the present series, but watch this space. I'm sure it's coming back. And we've just looked back at everything that has been going on and so much happening across the district regeneration-wise. So as Service Director for Economic Growth at Wakefield Council, and imagine you look after a wide range of areas. So, Let's start by telling us more about what your job is and what you do. Okay, well, I should start by saying I've definitely got the best job uh, in the world, and I'll expand on that a bit more later, I'm sure. But the uh, areas that I'm responsible for, business support, so all the councils interface with the private sector, so start-up businesses, existing businesses, new-to-area businesses. I've got responsibility for inward investment, so that's about how do we position Wakefield you know, nationally and internationally and change some of those perceptions about Wakefield. I have responsibility for the market service, of which we've got many operating across our district. Responsibility for adult education, which is, uh, you know, what it says on the tin. It's where we provide direct skills provision to our adults, particularly based in communities across Wakefield. And the skills service, which is about the interface between residents, skills and employment support. Strategic housing, which I won't go into much detail on because I know I've had a full session on that Mm, last time, which was really good. And regeneration, so all the physical projects that you see across the district, some of which you mentioned in your introduction at the beginning. So are you sat at Wakefield 1, are you? Are you based at Wakefield 1? Based at Wakefield 1, but we have staff out and about all across the district, as you can imagine, the market staff, the adult okay, education yeah, absolutely. staff. Absolutely. Yeah. So I imagine that you sat with your feet up most of the day then. By oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do not, absolutely nothing. Not. My goodness. I can't believe just how many different areas of uh, Wakefield Council that you support and that you work on. And that's incredible, keeping you busy, to say the least. Yeah, I mean, I can't take responsibility for it all because clearly there's lots and lots of fantastically talented people yeah. doing all that. But yeah, it's great to have such a diverse range of services. whole regeneration process covers a lot of different areas, doesn't it? So would I be right in saying that a lot of these projects will be reaching the stage where they're physically getting off the ground? Yes, in regen terms, we're almost there. I mean, I think residents, you know, might have a different view and think still the timescales seem quite long. That's the nature of, you know, regeneration. But we have got lots of physical things happening right now or due to begin in the next few months. So we've got people on site now at the BHS building removing the asbestos so we can start to move forward with the library and the museum. Taliad, people mm. will be aware we've got four buildings Amazing. opened yeah Amazing. it's wonderful mm. and the next phase will complete in 18 months which will be there's a new build going down there and the restoration of the final mill down there as well so as I say lots happening mm. down there and has already happened 
the Heritage Action Zone. Amazing things happening. Yeah, Westgate in particular. Yeah, so that's three years now into a four-year programme and most of those schemes are on the ground or have already completed. Works have started on site now at Wakefield Exchange, which is the old Mm. market hall. So that began in April due to be open next spring. So, you know, that's, again, in regen terms, no time at all. And hopefully people are excited and can wait for that. Civic Quarter, that's the residential development around the town hall and county hall, Mm. works due to start on site there this summer. There'll be some residential completions there around next year and throughout 2025. Yes. Lots of planning apps at the moment in for City Fields, which again, I think you might have covered because that's a significant housing development. Sure is, yeah. If I can talk about some of the towns as well outside the city yeah, centre. Yeah, because one thing we push all the time, Claire, is it's not just Wakefield City. It exactly. is the whole district, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And that's really key to us. So the work in Castleford, for example, is just you know mm. important as the work in the city centre. The improvement works have started on the market now, the indoor market hall. So we just want to make everyone aware that the market is still open. Big message we're trying to get out there to the public that although you might see the scaffolding, Mm. we're open for business. Please go and support your local market. And the same applies to Pontefract, where we've just started on site with those markets improvements as well. Castleford Bath site, 70 new homes just about to start on site. Castleford Boho, don't know if you've heard about that project in a previous podcast. We have covered it, yes. Yeah, it's the bit that connects the riverside to Henry yes. Moore Square. Yeah. So the shopfront grants have already started on there and again works are going to start with the renovation of Kingdom Hall in Castleford early next year. Hmm. Nottingley, we're reassessing what we do next with Nottingley to make sure the investment has the maximum possible impact on that town. I'm sure if we do another series of these podcasts, that's something we'll want to, to come back to to understand what next mm. for Nottingley. And then Pontefract, as I say, we've got the market works have already started. There's work started this month on uh, the Streets for People project, which is about better connecting the castle through to through to Pontefract Town Centre, which is a big priority because they're two hugely fantastic assets, but people often course, don't travel course, between the yeah. two or don't enjoy the journey if yeah, they do. Yeah. Then the final bit... Let's not miss that. I cannot not mention the southeast of the district. Of course. Uh, so their works on the market are due to start in 2024. But again, we've now got the shopfront grant scheme up and running. And shopfront grants, you know, might sound like a, a fairly you know minor thing, but they can make a huge difference to the appearance of those town centres and to people's pride in their in their town. So that's really important, and hopefully people can start to see the difference they're making, you know, really quickly. Right across the district. That's what we're talking about. I've got to say something to you, Claire. Go on. If we were to look back on the last six months of all the different areas of the regeneration projects that have taken place, you've just covered them all in the last five minutes. So thank you for that. But of course, the other thing about it, Claire, is funding has been put in place Mm. to do these projects, Mm. hasn't it? Mm. And now the spades are in the ground and things are happening. It's just so exciting. So what are the main challenges? Obviously, we've got regeneration, economic growth. So there's big challenges that face the council in getting these regeneration projects off the ground to build economic growth. Tell us about those and how you handle those challenges. Well, you mentioned about the cash being in place and the cash doesn't just fall into place and often insufficient cash falls into place. So there's a lot of work goes on to secure the funding that we need from government, but Mm. often it doesn't go far enough in terms of us necessarily being able to 
deliver as ambitious a project as we might like or across as wide a geography as we might like. So, you know, I covered there the whole of the district. We'd love to do the whole of the district, but actually we still have to constantly prioritise. And that's always a difficult balance because we don't want to exclude any community or any town centre. Every part of the district needs our investment. So a big challenge is around that, making the cash go, go far enough. And you'll all be well aware of the rising costs and inflation repressions yeah, yeah. and challenges facing the construction market. So we often don't have the capital we need to do everything we want at the scale that we'd like. So that's a constant balance and trade-off. I mean, there's some fantastic projects projects that I mentioned, we're making the funding go as far as we possibly can, but we're always waiting for the next, you know, investment of the next bit from government. Of course. The other big challenge is around, you know, capacity. So it takes a lot of council officers to be able to get these projects off the ground where we don't have that capacity in-house. We're relying on, you know, external support. And again, that costs cash. So it's just physically having enough people you know to be able to make these projects move at the pace that you know residents expect of course this is the regeneration show with wakefield council something i've noticed you do with radio accents right you've got a wakey accent you're from wakefield yeah born and bred very yeah? proud of it and yes. you should be proud of it it's a great accent you've got and Growing up in this district, right, the work that council is doing to bring this new investment and all these job opportunities and accessible training and learning opportunities, it must be something that you're particularly passionate about and, like you said, proud as a wakey person, someone who's come from Wakefield, to see all these developments happen yourself and everybody else all of us that live in the Wakefield district it's a very proud time oh absolutely I mean that's why I started by saying I've got the best job in the world because I don't (laughs) think there's many people who get to grow up somewhere and then be responsible for such you know significant change in the area that they love because when I was 18 just as a quick aside I went to Edinburgh Uni because I wanted to get as far away from Wakefield as possible and I thought it was too (laughs) small and I wanted to live in a big city and then about a year in I thought god get me back to Wakefield and that was because (laughs) you realize you know how how much there is to, to be proud yeah. of that that sense of community you don't get in a big city it's so compact it's so you know homely it's very clear about what it stands for it's industrial heritage mm. and I came back wanting people to see Wakefield in the same way that I you know through the same eyes that I view it yes and so then to end up in the position that I am now to be able to as I said talked again earlier about changing perceptions we've got so many fantastic assets and opportunities so we need to we need to really really build on that and yeah I think a lot of my friends who are constantly asking for updates on what we're doing <laughs> at work they'd love to be in my job too to do it. now I've got to ask you this question all these projects you've just mentioned them all a little yeah. early on all these projects you're doing, is there one that specifically you are really passionate and excited about that's happening? Can I have two? Oh, go on then. Because if I just chose a Wakefield City Centre, would it would go against everything oh, yeah, we've said about let's, the whole of the let's district. Let's talk about the district. Let's talk yeah. about the district, yeah. So in the city centre, the oh, Westgate station one is a really exciting one for me because having spent hours and hours at that station as a child, you know, a lot of people just know Wakefield from going past it on the train. So how can we get people to get off the train and spend time in the in the city centre? And when I was younger, people used to come in busloads to Wakefield. You know, it was a destination yeah, in its own absolutely. right. Uh, and we know that, you know, hundreds of thousands of people come here to the Hepworth with but they're not staying overnight so to me that's huge mm. in terms of how do we you know trap those people in the city centre for longer than a, than a few hours and it's just such a shame that it was such a you know significant site so I can't wait for that to, to come off the ground literally sure. and then the other one for me is a Castleford Tigers fan spent years walking up and down Weldon Road 
And so all the work that's going to happen there on the riverside to really open that up and improve the town centre is desperately needed because, again... Mm. Hundreds of thousand people come to Castleford to see Castleford Tigers. They don't go and spend money in the in the town centre. So they're the exciting ones for me because I can see, yeah. you know, how much potential there is to yeah. to really make a difference. There's no doubt when you look at those particular areas, they are really exciting. Like you say, for Castleford in particular, is a very good example. So many different areas you're passionate about. You could say that all the ones you're working on you're passionate about but those are the particular ones that stand out you yeah? forced me to choose two but yeah they're all just as important yeah, well, as each other we'll, we'll say all the others as well they're yeah. all really important because it's all about the regeneration and making this area so much better for its residents and when visitors come as well and that's yeah. an interesting point you cover about people come into the district and they go to maybe the hepworth or the sculpture park and indeed to cast tigers or trinity or whatever but they're not staying so mm. this is going to help with everything you're doing for people to come and spend the money in the district, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the knock-on benefits from that, you know, that creates jobs for, for residents. Everything we do is to make life better for residents and visitors have a real kind of potential impact on that. We've had a great response to this series, Claire. It's been amazing. Six episodes, really exciting. Is there going to be another series? It's something that we're looking at. And, I mean, as you said, there's been a fantastic response. Regeneration is never finished. You know, it's a continuous cycle, so the conversation can't ever end. You know, either we constantly want people's views and people to be up to date with what we're doing. So so we are looking at it and hopeful that it's something, if people want it, you know, that we can continue going forwards. Well, we will be delighted at Rhubarb Radio to continue. We've really, we just love doing this series. And you know what? For our team here at Rhubarb Radio, we are Wakefield, the Wakefield District's radio station. It's opened our eyes from all the team here, and we've got a team of over 30 here at Rhubarb Radio. It's opened our eyes to just so much that's happening that actually we didn't know about and we obviously are covering these on a day-to-day basis but we didn't realize there was so much happening and it's really opened our eyes on the regeneration show so it'd be great to do another series with yourselves at the council claire it's been great having you in the studio just brilliant and just all those different elements coming together is even more exciting and i have to say i could spend hours talking to you and we could go into depth with all those different areas but in the meantime thank you very much for joining us today on the regeneration show Thank you, my pleasure. So, coming up on the last episode of this series of The Regeneration Show, I'm joined by Julie Russell, who's the Service Director for Arts, Culture and Leisure, and we're going to join Julie next. This is The Regeneration Show with Wakefield Council, featuring exciting new developments and projects to enhance the lives of people right across the Wakefield District. So it's the Regeneration Show, the special Regeneration So the last one in this series we're doing today. I want to introduce you to Julie Russell, who is the Service Director for Arts, Culture and Leisure. That's a long title there, Julie. Welcome to Rhubarb Radio. Thank you very much. It's good to have you with us. So great having you on the show. And obviously you're going to talk about some of the really incredible things that are happening uh, that you can enjoy over the summer and beyond. Now, it's something here at Rhubarb Radio, Julie, we do all the time. We have our What's On guide that goes out across the day. All our presenters are pushing what's happening. 
One of the things that we always say on this radio station is you may not realise living in the Wakefield district just how much there is to enjoy, to see and do, and obviously experience Wakefield, working with the guys that experience Wakefield. They really have this wonderful website which we promote. But we're going to talk a little bit more, as I say, about what's coming up over the next 12 months. But in terms of regeneration, Julie, and being carried out by the council and over the series been hearing all about the regeneration work, how does that tie in with what you're doing on the arts, culture and leisure side? Okay, well, Arts, Culture and Leisure First is quite unique in that we have an impact on all the priorities for the district, whether that be health and wellbeing, inclusion or learning. But I think it's fair to say in recent years, our impact on regeneration in the district is particularly strong. And it's a, you know, it's a reasonable trend now. We, ten years ago, we invested in the Hepworth Wakefield, right at the, you know, uh, regeneration at the waterfront. And since then, we've continued. We've got exciting work right across the district, which makes sure that culture is very much part of of the communities. I think it's really important to say it's not just about bricks and mortar. It's about all the soft and people work we do to grow skills and to support, you know, future generations generations of creatives creativity is absolutely in our dna in this district and we're also a brilliantly sporty district mm. we've got some wonderful premier league uh, rugby clubs we've got lots of interest in that so we've got real opportunities for the next generation to be involved in very very different roles very different jobs and that's part of inclusive regeneration so you know it would be a miss for me to say we've got some other exciting physical capital builds right here in the city as well we've got the exciting work happening now at wakefield exchange which will transform that build into a creative hub, a place where families can come along and enjoy a really great events programme alongside some great food and eateries, but also that we'll have skills and learning programmes so that our next generation are supported and we'll also have businesses on the site so they can give back and support what this community can be about. So we're about both soft and hard regeneration is what you call it, both physical right. and yeah. people. Yeah. Uh, they're both important. You can't look at one and not the other. Yeah. Uh, and maybe later in the show I'll explain some of those other softer things we're doing to help encourage footfall and real inclusive growth so that everybody benefits from from the growth of this district it is incredible just how much there is on offer here and as i mentioned a lot of people don't even realize just what's on the doorstep one thing that sort of hits home is people are saying you don't have to go to leeds you don't have to go to manchester you can stay in the district and you can have a wonderful time because it's all here and there's so much but you just need to go and find it and that's what it's all about so let's get a flavor of what's coming up over the summer and into the autumn what have we got coming up julie that excites everybody to stay in this district and not go anywhere else. Yeah, well, so interestingly, our, our journey the last few years has been to grow our festivals and events, and we've been able to move to some real signature events. You might remember Moonfest and Earthfest yeah, and lots of different well. yeah. activities that have attracted thousands to the city and, mm. and wider communities. We've particularly got coming up uh, our Pontefract Licorice Festival on Sunday the 9th of July. We're looking forward to it. We'll be there hosting it. Yeah, and Pontefract Licorice is always successful, given mm. the pandemic years when we couldn't hold it. <laughs> yeah. But it's a firm family favourite there's something for everyone to enjoy you know from the famous food and drink market to street entertainment and lots of sweet treats for children to get involved with and activities so it's a very busy day normally it's a Sunday mm-hmm. uh, and there is actually some local activity being led by the Civic Society on the Saturday as well yes. so so there, there's lots of opportunity on that weekend but the Pontefract Licorice Festival is the Sunday mm-hmm. and you know if you haven't been before please 
please do go mm. and enjoy because you'll really love the day out. It's a wonderful day. And if you're listening to Rhubarb, which you are, you'll hear the ads going out at this very moment. Super. And we've got some more things. We've got the Grand Day Outs, which are the famous seaside events. And we've got one in Castleford on the 11th and 12th of August. We've got one in South Empsom on the 18th and 19th. And we've got one, of course, in Wakefield City on the 25th and 26th. And if you haven't been to those, there'll be sand pits, there'll be activities, there'll be fun for all the family to enjoy. And hopefully... We'll have some nice weather. Of course. But perhaps what's particularly unique this summer is we're going to do something which I think is definitely a UK first, uh, certainly in recent years. We've been very lucky to receive funding from DCMS for a million pounds, and that million pounds is for sculpture. We are brilliant at sculpture. We have huge heritage in it. You know, we are the place. And I think we need to make sure everybody sees us as that place for sculpture. Mm. So we'll be um, sort of revealing six unique sculptures, all different in their own way. Sculptures can be liked or loved or or sometimes not liked. But what they will do is create debate and they will encourage people to come and enjoy our city. They'll be in a lovely trail from the station all the way down to the waterfront. And if you want a sneak peek, you can go and see one that's already in place at the Hepworth Garden, Ah, which is a beautiful piece. We had to put that in before the flowers bloomed. So that's (laughs) gone in. But over July and August, they'll be installed. And then in September, we'll have a launch. But children can come along in the summer and be engaged in some community work to, to learn about the sculptures. They're all different artists. I think it would be rude for me not to promote Jason Wilshire Mills, who is a local-born artist, phenomenal artist. He's been uh, welcomed to the Vienna Biennale next year to represent UK. You know, phenomenal right. achievement. Mm. He's a great advocate for mm. what young people can achieve going forward. And we're thrilled to have one of his pieces right in the city centre. So, he, you know, you won't read this anywhere else in the UK. This is a real moment for Wakefield. Mm. And I hope that we will celebrate it. Mm. Whether we be artists who love things like art or whether we be people who sometimes don't quite see it but it will help um, encourage debate and discussion about creativity and that's really helpful and bring people into the city centre which is what it's all about yes having that day out coming into the city enjoying it doing the trail bring the family come and see these wonderful sculptures absolutely so when does this all launch so it will officially launch in september but they'll go in gradually Ah, because they have to be built in however there'll also be a website and a digital trail and Ah. there's some very clever features where Mm -hmm. children can scan things and do things so i'm not going to say anymore (laughs) right we'll be releasing more information through experience wait in coming weeks and months and i just want everyone to embrace it and go you know what this is what makes wakefield you're teasing us now but wow that sounds incredible something worth getting involved with coming down and seeing the trail and seeing these wonderful sculptures this is the regeneration show with wakefield council So, Julie, we talk about heritage, we talk about art, and we talk about sculpture. Well, of course, right here in the Wakefield District, probably the most famous sculpture park of them all, we've got Yorkshire Sculpture Park, of course. There's nothing finer than the sculpture park, is there? It's a wonderful place. It is, and actually it's a brilliant example of rural regeneration. You know, the Sculpture Park has been founded over 50 years. It's it's a fantastic asset for the district and wider. It's internationally acclaimed. Yeah. And we have to be really proud because they have also helped us lead on that sculpture trail. You know, they bring brilliant skills to the district. We're growing local people with those skills as well. And I think we're really proud to work with them. They're, they're a great organisation and a charity, of course, uh, keeping that site going over the years. So what else have we got happening over the summer and taking us into autumn? Yeah. And then winter, of course. So, um, so yes, as we move towards the autumn, we've got our sort of autumn 
events, if I can call them that. Of course, Thorns Park has the fireworks event uh, in November. So that kind of helps people keep safe, really, by having one big organised display that we encourage people to come along to. Hopefully the weather will be okay. It's always a bit hit and miss on fireworks night, but um, that's the general plan. And then we have Light Up. And Light Up's been one of our signature events that we're trying to grow. We're trying to make sure we reach out right across the district so that many communities benefit. It's tricky. We've got to do that within the resource we've got. So we'll do our best as ever. But there's some super exciting things and light trails for this for this sort of autumn and winter and that kicks off in uh, the city on the 17th to 19th of November. In fact many areas have their own versions of switch-ons as well led by town councils and others which are equally exciting but we've got a switch-on at Pontefract Castle so we've got the lights going on there and at Castleford Christmas light switch-on is Tuesday the 22nd of November uh, an exciting family fun day that wraps round the Christmas switch-on. I think Father Christmas will be appearing obviously and there's Pontefract Christmas light switch-on as well so and there are lots of other things led by schools and community groups all around that sort of period of switch on and, and getting ready for Christmas and, and our experienced Wakefield site will have those on so uh, it's a super exciting I've got to say the switch ons is the start of Christmas for the Wakefield district yeah, yeah? that's yeah, what it's all about it's just fun and entertainment it's a wonderful thing but I think what probably will particularly showcase in the autumn is that we, of course we will be launching our Our Year programme for next year. Right. And this is our year-long celebration, our 366-day programme of activities and creativity for everyone, everywhere. This has been quite a task. We, we, we started two years ago fundraising on the back of us not quite making UK City of Culture, but of course mm. Bradford has got it, so we're not too far. And what we're hoping to do with the full support of, of Cabinet and the Council is roll out our version with the money we've got and make the most of what we've got across the district. Okay. It won't be all about events. It's about local delivered programming as well. Mm-hmm. It's about making sure everyone gets a chance. There are 13 different themes, we hope, if we get all the funding from Arts Council and, and the region. And it's a super exciting opportunity for the district. We will be running alongside Calderdale and then of course we will almost hand the baton over to Bradford, to, to Bradford of which course, is a fantastic, isn't yeah, fantastic tw- opportunity. So really exciting things coming and as far as arts and culture is concerned it does really show how good the Wakefield District is and what you guys are doing at the council to make sure that you're doing something a bit special and yeah. something different. Yeah, I, I think what I'd like to say as well, it's really important people understand this is a massive partnership effort. We've spent the last few years really building the network of businesses and creatives right around the agenda because ultimately that's what grows jobs and opportunity Mm. and that network of partners have been fantastic they will be part of our year they will be leading parts of it and I think you know the council can't do this on their own it is very Mm. important that we have everyone on board so I think that makes it super exciting yeah Um, and hopefully everyone something will touch everyone and maybe leave memories sure that people look back and go wow that was one brilliant year so let's just touch on obviously as a business show as such the regeneration show Can businesses get involved and how can they get involved? Let's talk about how they can support these wonderful events. Absolutely. So there's all sorts of things happening. But by example, we'll be sending out branding packs and packs so that local businesses and schools and charities can actually run their own activities and be part of it as well. So this is all about empowering people to to create their own chances too. But we've also got, as you would expect, an opportunity for business to help with a little bit of money as well if they would like to contribute. Mm -hmm. We've got a very clear funding package, which means those businesses can be a bit more 
more involved. We've also got some opportunities where we'll have artists in residences working in some local businesses. The whole idea of that is that many, many of our adults, if they don't understand the value of creativity, they'll not pass it on to their family. Sure. So what we need to do is help everyone be involved, parents and dads and, uh, and mums and carers, board, yeah, so that everyone realises the opportunity that creativity gives. So mm. um, we're doing a little bit of everything, a bit of schools work, a bit of care home stuff, you know, reaching all age ranges and, of course, all backgrounds and ethnicity and and some of the work uh, we've got a particular stream around food and nurture and nature uh-huh. so we're going to use food to engage some of our communities always a good thing yeah <laughs> and also helps intergenerational work making sure children and sure. adults mix as well so some super exciting opportunities for everyone to be involved quite literally yeah so talking about all those wonderful events happening this year let's let's give a mention we've got to our partners experience wakefield .co.uk is the place to go. We say every day of the week it is the place to go because it's all on there, isn't it? It's a fabulous website and there's so much happening on there. So we'll give a little plug to Experience Wakefield for that one. So one question that I've asked Claire, I'm going to ask you, Julie, now. Is there a particular project that really stands out? Of all these, you've been working on so many things and things that are coming up. What's the one that stands out for you? That's a really tricky question, and I thought you might ask me that. So <laughs> it's really hard because there is brilliant work across this district, some led by other partners, Yorkshire Sculpture Park, the Hepworth, the Theatre, and, and other partners too. But actually, I think probably for us, the opening of Wakefield Exchange next mm, May yeah. will be a particularly proud moment, I think. Yes. Um, it's been a project externally funded. The pandemic sort of rudely interrupted our progress, you know, yeah. as it did for many things. Yeah. We've shaken that off, and we're, we're moving forward. And, you know, we've even got opportunities at the moment for artists to paint the uh, boards that are the hoardings ah, around okay. around the the site so right. we've got opportunity everything's yeah. about creativity yeah, yeah. but when we open the doors i hope residents will be really proud of a really blockbuster program of events and opportunities a great program of classes and things that that everyone can have a go at yes and we'll be promoting businesses. There'll be a small number of creative businesses based on the site. We've already got our anchor tenant secured, which is a company called Unlimited, who are a specialist disability company around creativity. Beautiful company. Yes. And we're really proud to have them here in Wakefield. Absolutely. But we'll also be making sure that you know there's a chance for businesses to grow and develop because ultimately that gives job opportunities as we move around the line. Really exciting. Unlimited came in on uh, one of the previous shows and uh, we were blown away with what, what they've got planned yeah. and and how they've come from outside the area into Wakefield. There's a good reason for everything that you're doing. It's bringing people in. And and sometimes it takes conversations like this to make us all realise just what a fantastic area we have. The Wakefield District has so much opportunity and so much happening regeneration not just the hard bricks and mortar like you say but so much more than that yeah absolutely yeah so much more than that super important that we remember the people stuff i think you know it's about confidence being bolder yeah Uh, and gosh we've got some brilliant examples of that now and i I just hope that help us improve and make sure that wakefield really is a brilliant place to live work play and study absolutely so yeah Julie, thanks ever so much for coming on the Regeneration Show here at Rhubarb Radio. I've just got to say, I'm looking forward to going to all these one events, but actually Rhubarb is because we are hosting all the major events that are happening with the council. It's wonderful we've been chosen to host all these events, so we're all looking forward to the team here to be part of it and to have a wonderful summer, autumn, winter, and then 2024. We've got this wonderful year of celebrating everything Wakefield's got. Julie, again, thanks very much for coming in the studio. Thank you for inviting me. Many thanks. So that's just about it from me from this episode of The Regeneration Show and for this series on The Regeneration Show. It's been so exciting finding out 
everything that's happening, so many projects that are taking place and are due to start in the next year or so. Very exciting times. Thank you to my guests today. Thank you to Claire Elliott and to Julie Russell. And don't forget, if you missed any part of the show or want to listen again, you can listen on demand. And also, don't forget, you can stay up to date with all the latest regeneration work that's taking place across the Wakefield district by visiting wakefield.gov.uk forward slash regeneration. And here at Rhubarb Radio with our Wakefield First Business Review features. Wakefield Council is creating exciting new regeneration developments and projects to enhance the lives of people right across the Wakefield district. For regular updates, subscribe to wakefieldfirst.com slash regeneration. Then updates.